You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. We came back from Finland, and that whole week we just grinded so fucking hard on these three songs. So hard, harder than anybody else. And on we, the Integrity Tour. And on the Integrity Tour. And that was, and that was the first time we realized what the next album was going to be and that and that's where it really solidified that it's like we're doing this three song ep hey what's up vox and hops heads i'm matt the vocalist of cryptopsy and the host of the vox and hops metal podcast brought to you by sound talent media where i sit down with fellow metal musicians to talk about their lives music and craft beer i hope that you've been having a great week i most certainly have been before we jump into today's episode i'd just like to ask you to follow the vox and hops metal podcast on the podcast platform of your choice but more than that i'm asking you to rate it and write a review because when you do that more metalheads just like yourself will be able to discover the vox and hops metal podcast you should also sign up to the vox and hops metal podcast mailing list you can do that on my website voxandhops.com that's v-o-x-a-n-d-h-o-p-s.com and when you do that you shall receive one email a week containing all of the details of everything that has happened throughout the past week in the world of the vox and hops metal podcast including all the details for any episodes which i have dropped throughout that week if i've been a guest on someone else's podcast as well as the updated links for any live interview thirsty thursday virtual hangs as well as the links to the brutal awakenings playlist which is available on both apple music and spotify and is curated by my man jerry monk the metal architect himself do yourself a favor sign up to the vox and hops metal podcast mailing list trust me this is a party that you do not want to miss now on today's episode i'm with mark whalen and andrew budwe of fuming mouth this is vox and hops episode number 251 I warn you, what you are about to hear is very disturbing indeed. Hey, what's up, everyone? Today, I'm with Mark Whalen and Andrew Budwe of Fuming Mouth. I am very, very stoked to be with you. As I just mentioned to you before we started recording this, my lovely, lovely Vox and Hops Thirsty Thursday gang are huge, huge fans of you guys, and they've been talking about me, uh, you guys, for, for some months and months now. So uh, when I had the opportunity to have a chat with you, it was an easy yes, and uh, thanks to them, I've become a fan. So let's start with a very, very simple how are you guys doing tonight doing very good first off thirsty thursday fans what the fuck is up (laughs) i love it oh yeah um let's talk about how you guys coped with the glorious year of 2020 uh just buying so much music instrument so many music instruments that uh we probably don't need but just constantly just looking at gear buying gear playing gear you know I, I think that's how both of us have coped, for sure. Is is it almost like an addiction where you where you see something and you don't need it, you can't afford it, but you have to buy it? I feel like there's just no end to things that we need. We're just like, oh, like this is the next thing. Like this is good. this is gonna make things easier or better. Or and it's always just it's always the next thing, you know. <laughs> Another distortion pedal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Keeps it interesting. What, though. what would be the most recent piece of gear that you acquired? Oh, flex it, grab it. The, the Fender, got, right? Oh yeah, I got see a, this. Is, I got a Fender guitar. But what else? Not though? too long ago. Very nice. The Klon too. I got like yeah, the Klon. I got that Phase ninety. 
Oh, I've been going nutty with it. I, I haven't even seen it yet, dude. Yeah, it's that it's that orange one, the sparkly one. But now I know what you're talking about the sparkles. Yeah, this is my first yeah. time holding it. EVH but. style, you know. <laughs> oh, it's gorgeous. Good one. I've never had one before. Very cool. You guys did have a very busy year. Uh, sadly, you know, as with every touring musician, you got some shit taken away from you. Uh, that Acacia Strain tour looks so damn sick. Talk me through your whole mental steps going through that and having it taken away from you. <laughs> Dude, it was like the highest high. Like, I felt like we we just were like so happy to be on tour and then just hitting the lowest low where we really had to come to terms like ourselves in the van that this is not working. This is not going to work. We're not going to continue touring. And just seeing a lot of uh, a lot of friends bands tours get canceled before ours did while we were on the road. And uh, yeah, it, w- it was really heavy, I'd say. Yeah, brutal, brutal times. It, it was a hard, it was a hard pill to swallow. But you know, it was one. We were, if you want the long story of it, I mean, like there, there was a morning we were all in uh, Texas, and like it was, we just played a show the night before, and we realized the gravity of the situation. We all decided. I, I asked everyone. I was like, okay, I think we should take a vote. We took a hat, and uh, it was yes to you know go home. And then uh, no to keep going on the tour, and we all drew uh, we all drew answers out of the hat, you know. Really? Yeah, yeah. It was like really heavy because there was like a lot of people who were like, "Fuck this!" Like, let's go home. And there was a lot of people who were like, in our van, like on our team, you know, road crew, band members, everyone that was like, "Let's keep going, let's go home." And it was really hard to like decide. And um, eventually, we came to the conclusion that we were going to go home. Which was definitely the right conclusion, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. If we yeah. didn't make that choice, then it was coming very soon from outside the reality. Ex- exactly, and we would have been in way worse positions. So. It was interesting, too, because, like, I feel like when we left for that tour, it, like, obviously we were, it was in the news, I think, because that tour started, like, was it, it was, like, the end, very end of February of <laughs> last year, so... It was in the news and it was happening, but, like, it didn't cross my mind at the beginning of the tour that it was going to, like, reach the scale that it did, I guess. Our girlfriends knew. My girlfriend was like, you're coming You're coming home. This is getting canceled. I was like, what are you talking about? Why are you so negative? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, you know, you guys will soar to higher heights even... You guys are opening that one. By the time you guys go out next time, you won't be in that slot anymore. I can guarantee you that. Let's talk about beer. Vox and Hops is all about hanging out with my metal friends, talking about their lives, music, and craft beer. What beers do you guys have on your side there that you're drinking right now? Well, Andrew, what are you drinking first? I got uh, Untold East by Northwest, which is like a super piney IPA. It's a, it's a brewery near me. I live in Rockland, which is like south of Boston. And uh, this is out of Situate, which is, like, a little closer to the shore. It's, like, a nicer, like, coastal town. But it's a, I've actually never had this before. My girlfriend picked it out. She loves this brewery. So, uh, Very cool. It's super piney. It's super, like, West Coast, like, pretty bitter. But, like, I like that. I like the East Coast style a little bit more, probably. But I guess different different times, you know. It's a, There's a beer for every moment. That's, true. That's a good way of putting it. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you need multiple beers for multiple moments happening at once. And speaking of that, I'm currently drinking um, a solid wall of sound. But what I want to bring out, which we got for this interview for you, Matt, specifically, is our zombie dust. Oh, hell yeah. I've had a bunch of those. Oh, of course. Yes. Yeah. We we do not. This is our first time and we're cracking these open. Um, what should we what do we have? What do we have in store for us? It will be a beautiful tropical uh, aroma, a mild bitter bite, uh, really like closer to that piney West Coast, but it still has got a very citrusy amazing delicious bite three floyds of course uh i had a bunch of those because uh when i was on tour with cannibal corpse and obituary i was sharing a bus with obituary and uh the great people at three floyds brought out a bunch of hopped in halves for obituary and they also gave a whole bunch of other brews and they had some zombie dust and cryptopsy being the monsters that we are we we drank all of obituary's brews with with their permission, because they're the coolest dudes ever, uh, we would just keep like digging into the cooler and like picking up and like looking at them, and they Don would be like, just 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 drink it, just do it. <laughs> well, in in his name, just drink it. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. On my side, I am uh, taking it a little bit easy, but I'm drinking a delicious non-alcoholic brew. This is an IPA from a great brewery here in Montreal called Bière Sans Alcool, which means beer with no alcohol. It has a 0.5% ABV, and it's amazing. I, I really, really like this. It's it's this whole new non-alcoholic beer thing that's happening in 2021. The end of 2020 into 2021 is very exciting for me. You get the full flavor, but without any of the disastrous effects that sometimes alcohol has <laughs> let's talk about your first beers though do you remember the first beers you guys ever drank oh absolutely you want to go first uh i was i just had a sierra the sierra nevada was the first one that i had which is what my parents drank and i was just like was just like a kid fucking going in their fridge you know you're a lucky lucky man that's a good first beer right there I feel like it was pretty bitter for a first beer because it's like now even like that's definitely on the bitter side of beer. I still drink those like not all the time, but like fairly often. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like that's definitely on the bitter side of what I drink now. So I'm like it's funny to think of myself being like a kid and being like I guess I was, I was also getting drunk for the first time. So I'm like <laughs> that was definitely definitely one of the beers that changed my mind about what beer could be the Sierra Nevada, of course. I remember being on Summer Slaughter, 2008. I've talked about it a lot on the podcast, but being in Atlanta at the Masquerade. I was there in uh, Worcester. Oh, yes, yes. That was the... No, no, I remember that gig. No, it wasn't the first gig, but I remember the gig 100%. That's the night that Flo had some, some... I think he was using Vic Firth at the time. I think he still does. And he had a rep come out that gave him drumsticks where the tips glue. Like it, there was little lights in them. That's the only time he's ever used them was that night. <laughs> it was like I was a teenager, so it was like visually, the sonically overwhelming. Like every every band, like everything. But uh, I don't remember the light tips, but I, I definitely remember the whole entire show. You know, that was a fun night. The whole day was fun. We we partied hard after that. I remember that night with a bunch of natural lights. <laughs> <laughs> the, the only way to party, only the finest. Yeah, only the finest. <laughs> I. Uh, my first beer was um, my best friend Joe Viduccio at the time. 
he he had been drinking hard for like a while, like on some shit that like no kid should be doing. And he was just like, they bought a bunch of Bud Lights and handed it to me. I was 18. I I, I started drinking a little later, and uh, he just looked at me and said, uh, "Real metalheads chug beer." <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and he, he was dead serious. He was not playing. And I chugged this Bud Light, dude. And and ever since that moment, I've just I've been too deep. I've been lost in the sun. <laughs> uh now now how is that zombie dust? How how, do, how was my description? I haven't had one in many years. Really, really good. Excellent. Maybe I it might be the first three Floyd's beer I've ever had. I can't remember because, like, I feel like I've had, especially like going through Chicago, like so many random beers. There's so many good breweries out there, but this might be the first Three Floyd's beer I've ever had. It's great. I'm a huge fan. Um, as far as description, I didn't know what an undead IPA was, you know. But uh, if this is what they taste like, I'll drink them all the time. <laughs> Let's talk about craft beer. Do you guys dive into the, the, the rabbit hole of craft beer yet? For sure. I actually used to work at a, a brewery. Really? Which one? Uh, it's called Castle Island Brewing in uh, Massachusetts. So I used to work actually on the canning line and like milling in stuff and doing like helping out with seller stuff. But uh, it was it was pretty crazy. <laughs> it was an interesting career for a little bit. Uh, music kind of got in the way, but it was it was really cool, and we got exposed to like a lot of really cool beers. It's like gnarly place to work. <laughs> Very cool. What would have been the you know you start with the Sierra Nevada, and then what would it be the next beer that really opened your eyes that beer could be more? Although you had a very good place to start because that was where I my eyes were open. I mean, for a while, I feel like I started drinking, and I wasn't wasn't really attuned to that so much as. As much as, like, um, just, like, random, like, basic, like, liquor store stuff. Like, oh, like, oh, I guess I'll try Molson. Like, try Corona. Like, this, that. And I guess, like, probably the the next interesting thing that I had was probably, like, a Goza or something like that. I, actually, the Sierra Nevada Goza that they put out. Which was, like, kind of wasn't wasn't really up my alley at the time. Oh, it's, it's a strange thing. If you're used to, like, a piney... IPA, and then you get into a weird salty sour thing. It's it's completely, it's almost like off juice. Yeah, yeah, it's very strange. And then uh, I don't know. I got in, I got into sours and stuff like that. There's some really good sours. Some of them are too, just like it's, just like they make you pucker too much. It's like fucking what are they? The warheads. <laughs> yeah, 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 like, yeah. Some of them are so gnarly. But I like some sours. I kind of I like a little bit of everything, honestly. Um, yeah, I guess. And then I, I really like the New England IPAs. Like, that was... I was like, what the fuck? Like, beer can taste like this? Like, this is ridiculous and dangerous. Like... <laughs> oh, yes. Too dangerous. And you are, from, you are from Boston, so it is the mecca. Or one of the meccas of the, the hazy IPA craze. Oh, yeah, for sure. How about you, Mark? Uh, dude, I'm the kind of dude who just drinks whatever. I gotta be honest, but this man and a few other people are like, they hold me down, and I know exactly what, like, good ones are and bad ones are, but uh, ultimately, I'll drink whatever. Excellent. It's, it's, it's that, that metal, metal head from, from the first, first chunk. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Ever since, man. Only chose. <laughs> Let's talk about the, the soundtracks of your youth. When you were growing up in your parents' or guardians' house, what music was playing when you guys were not in control of the radio? What music did your parents or guardians listen to? My mom was like, in, like I got into a lot of shit because of my mom's CD collection. So I would like kind of raid her stuff. Between like video game soundtracks and like her CDs, kind of got me on the path to where I was going. I guess she's like she she listened to like a lot like a lot of punk stuff as far as like like Green Day or like she had Sonic Youth CDs like kind of in that lane. And I'd like like dig through and find shit like that. And between that and like video game soundtracks, that was kind of like that kind of was how I found my path of metal and punk and hardcore and. All that kind of shit. Um, but yeah, my parents really didn't listen to music. Like, uh, I remember there was like one really emotional time between me and my mom where we were in a grocery store and she would like showed me music, and she was like, "This is like a Beatles CD. This is," and just like it was that like great greatest hits, and it had like a number one on it, and we just it was really cold, and we listened to it. That's my only, like, I know that sounds insane, like, that's my only real, like, memory of music growing up as far as, like, my parents go. We really didn't have music in the house. It was always, like, uh, I don't know, just, like, the TV playing or, like, I don't know, my mom was, like, cooking or something like that, but I I don't really have any memories like that. Hmm. What would be the band that was your band, your first cherished love that was your band that didn't come from someone else? Oh, uh, no effects for sure. Undisputed, just like me consciously going, I need to find a piece of music that is different from everything else I'm hearing because it's I, I don't fit in and nothing's working. And going on LimeWire and just like digging and digging <laughs> and digging and digging until... You know, I found, uh, like, a handful of songs by them. Specifically, The Decline. That song, it's, like, 17 minutes long. It's absurd. It's, like, the longest song, but it's, like, it's like an opera, man. It's amazing. That and uh, a few Lagwagon songs. Like, that was, that was my departure from, like, I don't know, normalcy, I guess. <laughs> How about you, Andrew? No Effects was actually up there. Like, that was, like, around, like, probably, like, being, like, 12, 13. Yeah. Just being like a skateboarding, like little fucking punk, you know what I mean? And that, like, either no effects. I couldn't skateboard, I played video games. But it's like, same difference. (laughs) Uh, Nirvana, too, for sure. And that, like, Alice in Chains, too. I was super fucking into Alice in Chains. That was like. And and then, like, also in hardcore punk in general. Because I was like, when I, in my high school, I got into that basically via Nirvana, and uh, no one else in my high school knew like knew anything about hardcore punk. So I didn't think between the documentaries where they're like it died in '84, and then like no one in my school like knew what Black Flag or the Circle Jerks or anything was or Discharge, and but there was like there's like beatdown hardcore. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, this, this is just dead. Like this is just it's like a lost language or something. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I yeah. literally thought that bands there's no like hardcore punk bands anymore. At one point, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. 
Hey, what's up, Vox and Hopsheads? I just want to take a little moment about Cryptopsy's upcoming tours. That's right, I'm talking about the Scream of Perseverance tour and our headliner dates that coincide with that tour called As Summer Burns. The Scream of Perseverance tour is kicking off at the end of May and runs all the way until the end of June. We are supporting the mighty death to all. We are going all over the United States and we are hitting some of Canada. So excited to be honoring the legendary music of death alongside amazing musicians that performed on these albums. Even more stoked to be doing some headliner dates in some cities that I've actually never played in. If you are planning to come to any of these shows, you should definitely grab your tickets by going to voxandhops.com slash summer and you will be able to grab all of your tickets there. That's voxandhops.com slash summer. Do it, people. Come hang out with me. Enjoy life, metal, and craft beer in your hometown. Come to a show. We're going to have a great time. Now, enough about all of that. Let's get back to the episode. Take me to the first shows that you guys saw. Do you remember the first live music experience you were at? Yeah, mine was less than Jake. Mine was a ska concert, um, Catch-22 in Providence, Rhode Island. My mom thought I got hammered because I threw up afterwards, <laughs> but I was just so tired from moshing. <laughs> she was so upset. She's crazy. like, Mark, what are you doing? I'm like throwing up in the sink. I'm like, no, it's, it's not. And I swear to God, mom, if you're watching this, I didn't drink that night. I did not drink. I'm drinking now. Like, I'm, I'm not like, this is not something I'm trying to hide, you know? <laughs> and you, Andrew? Uh, I think mine was Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam in Boston, which is cool. And, uh, uh, might have been, I don't, I think that was, yeah, I don't even remember what year that would have been. I was, like, younger. That was, like, middle school or, like, early high school, probably. Crazy. How about your first time on stage? Depends what you would consider stage. I know. I, <laughs> my first show, my band covered, uh, we tried to cover, we, we were a cover band and we were trying to cover Holy Diver. And uh, we opened with a Barrier Dead song. Um, yes. And the whole entire crowd just, it, it, was a, it was a charity concert at my high school. Of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like, you know, just broken. And uh, we opened with this cover and everyone started no one even knew what was happening i don't even know if they were hearing music they were just running around like hitting each other and just jumping on top of each other it we we eventually got kicked off the stage told we couldn't play anymore and our whole thing was we were going to play holy diver and we were so excited to play holy diver i was at least so excited to play this fucking song i worked so hard on this riff and this guy was like uh was like, no, you're out of here. This shit's too crazy. And I started yelling at him. It turned into a huge thing. We got kicked off. I was like, I was had to write this whole entire paper or a letter to him about why I was sorry, but I wasn't sorry. <laughs> I was mad that I couldn't play Holy Diver because we played some stupid other song that everyone acted stupid to instead. It was so, it was crazy. It was really a wild time. That, that was my first concert experience. Wow. <laughs> Andrew. Oh man, I got lost in that one. Um, lost in the sauce. The, the, the first time, the broke. first show I ever played was at a. It was an open mic event at a at an IHOP. 
with my. <laughs> what do you mean? That's insane. <laughs> and I hop. It wasn't. I was IHOP. eating pancakes. And there was it syrup. wasn't everywhere. It's not an IHOP anymore. <laughs> now it's a Mexican restaurant, which I gotta check out. But it's. It was an IHOP, and it was my middle school band, and wow. our singer got grounded. I think because he got like bad grades or something. So I ended up having to sing. And I was like 12 or 13, and I was just like, just up shit creek. Like, did not know how to sing. He's been the singer of other bands. He he acts like this is crazy. He was he was singing in bands before I was, clearly. I mean, if that was your first show. All singing is... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Howling or shouting. Was that scary? Uh, I guess, yeah. It's funny now, because it's just like so... It's such a, like disembodied memory you know what i mean and it's like but yeah it was must it was crazy i love it you know <laughs> the ihop is hot they're vicious they'll tear you apart in there they don't want the nirvana colors, you know yeah, they want yeah. the temptations or or maybe they want four different types of syrup <laughs> yeah <laughs> i can't provide all the syrup <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah you're just the band <laughs> Uh, something very cool happened in 2020 for you guys. You guys got picked up by Nuclear Blast, which is a, a huge accomplishment. So, so congrats on that. One, one of the world's premier metal labels right there. Uh, talk me through that, that whole thing. Dude, I mean, that was like uh, we were talking to a number of labels. And um, I think just like deep down in our hearts and in like our stomachs, we really wanted to do Nuclear Blast. And... A lot of other people were floating the idea by us. Um, they'd be like, oh, what what about Nuclear Blast if you talk to them? And we hadn't. And uh, so it, it started getting planted in our minds a little more, like uh, inch by inch. And then it, it just kind of became, became this thing where it was like, I think we really wanted to do it. And then, and then once I uh, spoke to Monty Connor, the artist in relations, um, guy at nuclear blast it really just became like you know what i mean like it, it just made sense immediately he wanted to see Phoebe mouth do something and i was on the phone with him i'm like we're we're already doing that you know and uh very cool it, it was just like very much in the same lane and um it's weird because i think all of everything i'm saying right now happened right before the pandemic so this this had like you know no there was no idea that this was going to happen um i was on the phone with him talking about it like uh you know just we we were just talking about the things we liked before that happened and i think him and i and andrew and everyone else involved really just like have stayed steadfast in our commitments and have um really just stay focused on like what we're doing and it's just it's the greatest relationship we could ask for that's amazing excellent to hear you guys dropped beyond the tomb last november um talk to me about that you guys probably talked a lot about it lots of interviews uh, is there something about the cp that you haven't said that you wish that you had you know, this is like the first, I mean, you got to remember it's coronavirus. I feel like this is the first interview, this, not feel, this is the first interview me and Andrew have done like sitting next to each other. Like, ever. Yeah, ever. So like, really? there's a lot we like, we haven't talked about when it comes to the EP and um, yeah, it was just like, it was just, it was like I was saying before, it was like a kind of like 
it, a commitment thing where we were really focused on doing something. This was before there was ever a virus or anything. And I knew we wanted to do something. The Grand Descent was recorded in the beginning of 2018. It was released in mid-2019. So there was, there was a huge gap in that album. So I knew we had it in us to put music out. So why wouldn't we? That's kind of how I looked at it. And uh, we came back from Finland and... That whole week, we just grinded so fucking hard on these three songs. So hard. Harder than anybody else. And on we, the Integrity Tour. And on the Integrity Tour. And that, was, and that was the first time we realized what the next album was going to be. And, that, and that's where it really solidified that. It's like, we're doing this three-song EP. And um, that, that's when we really put it together and really like started to make everything work with those songs. So it, it's been awesome to put it out. Yeah. Very cool. Have you guys been using this time at home when we can't go anywhere to work on new material full length? What else are we going to do? It's been so boring. Yeah, man. Yeah, nonstop. I'm like, I got nothing to do. I guess I'll work on the next album. It seriously Very feels cool. like that for the first time in my life. We have nothing but time. I guess so. Or, or do we have no time at all and we're fucked? Mm. <laughs> I love it. Uh, being on Nuclear Blast, is there label mates that you have now that you just it blows your mind? Carcass. There you go. Um, in flames for me personally. Me and Matt Lasco, my roommate in college. If you're watching, dude. We made it. We made it. We're label mates with <laughs> in flames, dude. Me and him seeing them at 18, going out of our way, smoking joints, trying to just see them. Yeah, motherhead. Oh, is is that is it technically Motorhead? I'm pretty sure Motorhead, yeah. At least Destroyed. There, there's a lot of great talent on Nuclear Blast that we are like not worthy of. Um, how have you guys been filling the void? Not being able to perform, not being able to get that that animalistic side of yourself out. How have you been filling that void during this pandemic? I've been actually driving a truck a lot. Um, it's it's. It's funny because it's like similar to touring, except none of the fun parts. <laughs> so it's funny, like getting the fix, like that way, where it's like I'm driving around all day at work, and I come home, and I'm like, gotta play guitar, like gotta grind on this. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's that, and just like I've been learning, uh, I've been trying to like just teach myself about like home recording and shit like that, and just like. What do you expect, you know, for, like, just a fucking idiot, drunk, live guitar player, you know? <laughs> but fucking... He's, he's more than that. <laughs> he's being humble. <laughs> he's a mastermind. He's working out all the riffs in his head. It's like a mathematical equation. It's like that meme. Nah, it's, it's like not like graphs that. And <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, it is. It is. But then, and then they all just disappear. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Have you, let's go dance back into craft beer. If you could make a fuming mouth beer with a craft beer brewery, what style of beer would it be and what would you call it? We've talked about this a number of times. It, whatever it is, it's fuming mouth, so it has to be like super hot. Like the smoke has to be maybe coming off your tongue. No, nah, it's got to be. Well, it could be like. got to be spicy. It's got to be. We yeah, see that you're just like opening up the conversation again. It's, it's like spicy or it could be smoky. <laughs> see, that's the thing. It could is like that makes sense, you know. We've literally had this conversation like, I when it I happens, think, it's I, gonna honestly, be the sickest fucking smoky. beer you've ever had. 
Cause like I've yeah. had I've I've had spicy beers. Like we even did a spicy beer when I was working at the brewery. We did like a like a Chipotle aged stout, I think. And I think I would rather have a smoky beer than like a spicy beer. Yeah. Cause it, I don't know. It's just like it. It's a weird. I don't know. I just want to be That's spicy and fuck people up. Yeah. You know? Right. <laughs> Yeah. What would you call it? I don't know. The what would we call it? Um, the, the smoke bomb. Um, <laughs> that's a good one. We we'll have a whole line of beers. Uh, smoke bomb. Um, I feel like we thought of one before, and I can't. Remember. We've we've thought of a name, and I think that's why we're like drawing a blank because we were like, that's it. That's the like, one. It's like, like trying to remember Van Talk, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. It's like, very Van Talk for day? like an hour. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I like remember that day too. Um, <laughs> let's go with Smoke Bomb. I feel like that's cool. Yeah. Well, if it's the smoky one, we'll go with Smoke Bomb. I want to say Fireball, but it's just like, man, take a shot of Fireball. Do something gross. Do something strange <laughs> that you wouldn't do. Do it for Fuming Mouth. Let's wrap this up with a classic wrap-up question at this point. Um, it probably never happens to you, but every once in a while it happens to everyone. What are your hangover cures? Um, mine personally is drinking tons of water the night before. It's the only way it works for me. Um, I will crush water. I'll take like at least two to three hours of at least being awake that night drinking. I, I really try to not like drink until I'm asleep. And... Um, I really consciously like work for that and it helps me every morning for you know whatever I'm drinking excellent suggestion you Andrew uh lemon lime Gatorade gr- like greasy ass diner breakfast <laughs> like Waffle House like go in on Waffle House choke it down um usually you have to smoke a lot of weed to do that personally between Gatorade, weed, and Waffle House, I feel like that's that's the only way I can get through like a hangover or comparable like greasy breakfast, you know. Mark, Andrew, thank you so so much for taking the time, having a chat with me, talking about your lives, music, and craft beer. Everyone, fuming mouth. Check it out if you don't know this. You absolutely should. Beyond the Tomb dropped last November, and it's insane. They got some new stuff coming up too, from all of the time they do or don't have on their hands <laughs> thank you guys so much thanks oh, yeah. matt thank you matt cheers cheers homie Hey, thank you all so, so much for listening right to the end. You know that I love and appreciate that. Fuming Mouth are one of those new generation extreme metal bands that I adore. They are gaining ground and they are a very exciting band. I love their energy. I love the way that they approach songwriting. They are ferocious and I love them and I would love to get them out on the road with Cryptopsy one day in the future. Massive cheers to Mark and Andrew. Super stoked I had the chance to have a chat with you guys. If you enjoyed this Fox and Hops episode, you should follow it on the podcast platform of your choice but more than that you should also rate it and write a review because when you do that more people just like yourself will be able to discover the vox and 
Hops Metal Podcast. You should also sign up to the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast mailing list. You can do that on my website, voxandhops.com. That's V-O-X-A-N-D-H-O-P-S.com. And when you do that, you shall receive one email a week containing all of the details of everything that has happened throughout the past week in the world of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast. Do yourself a favor, sign up to the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast mailing list. Trust me, this is a party that you do not want to miss. The Vox and Hops Metal Podcast is brought to you by Sound Talent Media. I hope you have a glorious weekend. I know that I'm going to. I'm looking forward to it, and I hope that you guys get the time to relax and recuperate and get ready for another epic week. I will be back next week with two episodes, but until then, remember to enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. Cheers, Vox and Hops heads. It is now 2024, and the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts, or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now. The podcast about nothing. Your favorite podcast's favorite podcast. Do you enjoy nothing? <laughs> so do we. Why don't you come over and check it out and stop listening to other podcasts? Thank you. <laughs>